Good morning. Welcome, my name is Zach, I'm one of the home group leaders here at Kingdom Vineyard. And whether you call this place family, whether you've been intrigued by faith, or maybe even you've just randomly clicked on this YouTube link and here you are. <laughs> You're so welcome this morning. For those of you who know me, my hair is very short. Um, it turns out a number two is a lot shorter than you think, but it is economical. I got it for free. So yeah, it's bad. I'm sorry. I didn't realize I needed to preach until after. Yeah, just a nightmare. But what can you do? <laughs> anyway, we're in this series at the moment called Rest and Reset. We're looking at what does it look like to rest and reset in the midst of everything going on. And there is so much going on. Society is not what it seems. Cracks and flaws that were always there are just being revealed again. And so how do we rest and reset in this season? And so as we're in the book of Psalms, I believe that Psalm 23 today will have um, hopefully some, some stuff to say on that. And Debs is going to come and read that for us now. Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Thank you so much, Debs. So as I was coming down to process the psalm as I was reflecting on it and what to say. Psalm 23, maybe six verses, but it is super dense. And there's just so much going on. There's so much to say. What can I say? And I basically got to the place where I feel like the Lord is calling us to rest before we walk. To rest before we walk. And so there's one section this morning that we'll focus on. It's this section where there's this resting imagery, but then it kind of transitions into walking imagery. The Lord calls us to rest before we walk. So Psalm 23 is all about God as shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd, the opening line, sets the premise for the entire psalm. That's what it's about. It is Lord as shepherd. It reveals certain characteristics of the shepherd. And in the psalm, you kind of see the shepherd who leads us beside still waters. He leads us in paths of righteousness. But also the shepherd that lets his sheep roam in the fields of life, always with us in the good and the bad. As we walk through the darkest valleys, whether we're in the presence of our enemies, he's always there. He's with us. He's preparing a table before us. 
And so I want to focus in on that first bit where God is leading us. He leads us in to rest. So in verses 2 to the first part of 3, David recounts that the Lord leads him beside still waters. He restores my soul. Clearly this is imagery of rest, the green pastures. If you imagine the, the slow river and, and then the sun beating down, you're just lying, green pastures, living the dream. And it's one of rest. But what does this rest look like? The Hebrew word for rest, in this case, in the original language, is actually Hebrew. Um, is similar to the rest that is in Genesis 2, where God works for six days and then rests from all the work that he has done in creation. And quite simply, what is... You may ask the, we ask the question of what does rest and reset look like in the midst of everything? Rest looks like Sabbath. It looks like taking a day of rest. Now you're probably thinking, Zach, how can you fit an incredibly dense topic like Sabbath into 15 minutes? It's a great question. And as much as I'd love, and I mean I, I'd love, <laughs> to sit and just chat about Sabbath for the next three hours, I, if you want to, hit me up on zoom we just don't have the time <laughs> we just don't have the time but if there's one thing you get away from today it is that rest before we walk what does that rest look like it's integrating sabbath into our lives you may not have heard of sabbath before it simply is a day of rest where we cease from doing work and we take a step back in the same way that God works for six days and takes a rest, then we do it as well. And in that moment in Genesis, in the opening books of Genesis, or the chapters of Genesis, where God works and then rests, he weaves into the fabric of creation a rhythm which we as humans, I believe, we are to follow. Whether you believe that Sabbath is commanded or not, it's just a good thing to do in the midst of our own culture where it's non-stop, go, 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 work, 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 to just stop, to cease, to rest. So pick a day. <laughs> Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, maybe even a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. <laughs> Choose a day to rest, integrate Sabbath into your life as he, God, leads you to the still waters. And I understand that Sabbath may bring up negative connotations, but Sabbath is good. It's a day to celebrate, to spend time with family, to delight, to do things that you love to do. If you, if you love gardening, then garden. If you want to read, then read. If you want to eat McDonald's all day, then that's probably what I do too. <laughs> um, and have done sometimes. But it is a day just to rest, to cease. It's a day to switch off technology and take a step back from the world. A day to breathe again. Even over these past few months of lockdown, Sabbath has just been this moment where I can just breathe again whether it be doing uni work and exams and also having a 
job on the top of that, moving back in with family is a joy that that can be, but also really hard. It's just Sabbath was just, it's just a chance to breathe again. Now, my one disclaimer is this Sabbath is not a day off. Sometimes I chat to people and we chat about Sabbath and then all I'm like, ah, it's just kind of day off. It's not a day to do the household chores. It's not a day to, it might not be your work, but it's still work. It's a day to cease. And don't get me wrong, it is so hard. Our world never stops. We've been in, we're coming out of lockdown, but we've been in lockdown. Yet the world just never stops. The media cycle, the news cycle continues 24 hours a day. Social media never stops. It never stops. It teaches us to keep going, keep working, keep achieving, keep going. One, and then maybe you actually, we fall trap of that sometimes. Once I get that promotion at work, that's when I'll begin to really integrate kind of good rhythms of rest into my life. Once I graduate, that's when I'll start practicing Sabbath. So I encourage you this morning, just don't believe that lie. Don't believe the lie that culture teaches that we must go more and more and more and keep going and keep striving. But I encourage you to rest, to cease and to stop, to take a step back and to breathe again. That's what our shepherd leads us into, that time. And just like King David, these times of rest weren't it when life was amazing and life was good and it was easy. When you read 1 Samuel and even 2 Samuel, what recounts David's life, he was constantly on the run from King Saul. And how, how King Saul, he was constantly chasing after David and David was always having to flee for his life. In those moments... When you feel like you're on the brink, the shepherd, the good shepherd, leads us to rest. So no matter where you are, the Lord calls you to rest before you walk. As lockdown begins to ease, as shops and restaurants open, the Lord calls you to rest before you walk. And so the outcome of this resting, what this resting opens up is the restoration of the soul. He restores my soul. And so the word for soul is nefesh. I think that's how you say it. I hope so. I don't have a good track record at <laughs> saying biblical words. And often this word soul, it carries so much cultural baggage. It's kind of this like little compartment in our life where um, it's like non-material and it's trapped in our bodies. But the biblical worldview couldn't be further from that. It's complete opposite. The Bible makes it clear that people don't have a soul. People are a soul. People are a nefesh. The soul is the whole human. And so God wants to revive and restore your nefesh your whole body to its original design, not just your spiritual life. And the waters of rest provide that gateway for such a reality. Am I saying this morning that 
you have to, you must Sabbath and then restoration will come? Absolutely not. God can do what he wants. But I am saying that sometimes the still waters provide a gateway for that reality 100%. Even recently, a couple of months ago, I was sitting, I was on my Sabbath, I was on my day of rest. I was ceasing and it was great. And I just encountered the Lord in a way that I don't usually do. I just began to weep and to weep. And I don't tell you this story to, I don't know, make myself look good or anything like that at all. But I would say that like the, it's a real reality. I noticed in the moment I was completely burnt out from uni work and everything going on. It was right at the end. And the Lord just met me beautifully where I was at. This is a real reality. The Lord wants to restore your soul. He wants you to rest before you walk. And then after the restoration of the soul, David says that he leads me in paths of righteousness for his namesake. And what we begin to see is this resting imagery that we have in the psalm turns in to this walking imagery. Even the later verses, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. And so resting turns to walking. And so he leads me in paths of righteousness. Righteousness is a term used in the Bible that refers to the right relationships between people, treating others as how they should be treated because they are created in the image of God. And so God, through Jesus, makes us righteous, even when we don't deserve it. Therefore, we our automatic response should therefore to seek justice and righteousness for others. Love your neighbor as yourself. I said righteousness and justice there because righteousness and justice are often used together a lot in biblical passages. To seek justice, to seek righteousness. And these past weeks have revealed injustices in our world. Whether it is racial discrimination, whether it is even the, the, the poverty that is you see when you watch videos or pictures of lines of food banks. It is awful. It is so, so sad to see such realities in our world. Even the rise of domestic abuse and seeing the, the different things going on. The injustice. It breaks your heart. It, it, it provokes anger in you. It provokes sadness, grief, and other emotions. And rightly so. You know, it, 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 it should. But walking, being led by the Lord in the path of righteousness, begin in rest. It begins in those moments where he restores our soul. And it is, it's so, it is so easy to just get swept up in different things and to just go all out, which is great and we should. 
But often the Lord in these moments is just calling us to rest. To take a step back, to breathe again, to Sabbath and to actually recognize what is actually going on, to acknowledge emotions. Why am I feeling the way that I'm feeling? He calls us to rest before we walk. As I was saying earlier, lockdown is, is thawing. This is another type of walking moment. We're beginning to walk again. Shops and restaurants are opening up. Favourite coffee shops are opening up again. And thank the Lord, it's great. You know, just going in for flat white again. But how are you doing? Are you actually rested and restored? Or have you got caught up in the cultural moment of lockdown and pandemic that we've been swept up in the cycle that we haven't actually realized that we're actually burned out and more weary than what we've realized? And I understand that it's a hard question to ask ourselves, but I think it's an important question to ask ourselves before we step into more post-lockdown as we navigate these unfamiliar waters how are you actually doing? Are you rested? Are you restored? And yes, it's great to go off and see family and friends again and to, and to hang out with people that we haven't hung out with in ages. And it's great and there is a buzz and there's an excitement and it, it's, it's good, but at the same time, we can just get caught up in that and actually forget. Are you actually rested? Are you actually restored? The Lord calls us to rest before you walk. And so as we, as we come into land um, this morning, the Lord just invites us into rest. He leads us into rest. It's an invitation, but it's also a dragging. And this is what, what, a, what a moment to just step into that. And it is the presence of God is a thread that runs through this psalm. And his presence always accompanies our rest and our walking. Whether it's in the still waters and the green pastures, or whether it is in the path of righteousness, it is his presence. Whether it's we walk through the darkest valley, he is with us. And so, I just encourage you, to rest before you walk, to integrate Sabbath into your life, to take a day off. A person I admire once said that Sabbath renews the soul and we rediscover who we are. In Kingdom Vineyard, there is a time coming where we're going to step in, where the Lord will lead us along paths of righteousness to seek justice in East Fife for the oppressed and the marginalized. There's moments, there's walking moments coming where we'll see amazing things happen as the Lord will use us and partner with us as he calls us into more, to step into more in these five. But before the walking, there is a call to rest, to be restored and to be renewed.
So please stand with me as I pray. Thank you, Jesus. Come, Holy Spirit. Father, I just pray just for people who are standing in their, in their living rooms or in their bedrooms right now. God, I just pray for your restoration to come. God, come meet us where we're at. Come lead us again to the still waters. May we not forget that you lead us in paths of righteousness. God, and would you be highlighting those areas where we can seek righteousness and justice in our areas, Father, but lead us to a place of rest. God, would we encounter you again? Father, as David declares in the end of his psalm that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. God, would that be our heart's cry as we step into these next weeks and months, no matter what they bring, Lord. Mm. So come, Holy Spirit. Amen.